Colleagues, welcome back to the office and welcome to our podcast and presentation for today. My name is Steve Yoss. I'm your instructor and presenter, your guide on this journey of accounting and technology. And it is a pleasure to always welcome you back to the office for our discussion. Today, we are going to continue our discussion about amazing accounting add-ons. There is a wealth of different products and tools and services that are out there on the marketplace now to do just about everything under the sun to help improve and extend your accounting solution in whatever direction you might need to take it. There are products for project management, for sales tax calculation, e-commerce, and more. And today, we are going to be looking at one specific category, diving in-depth into employee expense reimbursement. These tools are a category of tools that are helpful for processing expense reports. Frankly, every business today in some manner or the other has to calculate expenses in one matter, one matter or the other. You might, for example, just do pen and paper. You might have your employees coming to you once a month and dropping off receipts in one way or the other. Uh, maybe they're, for example, putting them together on a spreadsheet. Well, frankly, if you're following either of those methods, the days of that method are far beyond and far past us. So now we have a variety of different apps, products, services, and tools that we can use to essentially manage this process for us. It's going to make it simpler, faster, easier, integrated with our accounting solution, and ultimately save us time and money. Now, in today's presentation, we're going to review four of the most common and popular accounting solutions that are out there. Those products that we're going to look at are going to be Expensify, uh, Tally, Zoho Expense and Concur by SAP. Uh, these four tools all roughly the same in terms of the features and functions, although their approach to employee expense reimbursement can vary quite widely. We're going to understand where these tools fit in, how they are used, taking a deep dive on one or two of them to understand some of the major features and components of, of each one. Uh, hopefully, when you leave this presentation, you'll understand why you need this tool, how this tool fits in into your organization's uh, technology um, stack and pick one that will ultimately work well for your organization. So all that and more into our podcast for today. Now, before we get going, I do want to remind you that if you are a financial professional, you probably need CPE credit. And as such, you are going to have to get those credits to keep your license. What a great way is to maintain your education standing is to watch and listen to the CPE Today podcast. We put it out twice a week and you can earn credits for, for watching or listening. After uh, attending our presentation for today, whether you're watching live in real time, we broadcast live twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific on Facebook, YouTube, and our website, cpetoday.com. Or if you're watching on your own time, um, in the car while you're driving to work or after work on the train ride home or wherever you happen to be, <clears throat> Head on over to cpetoday.com, and today's course code is AAO3. You'll take a short five-question quiz, and you will earn your credit for today's class. Super simple, efficient, and fast. In fact, if you are a new listener to the podcast, welcome. We're so happy and appreciative that you're here. Your first CPE credit is on us. Use coupon code ONEFREEPODCAST at checkout, and you will earn a credit for today's class for free. There you go, folks. This plus so much other great content is available on cpetoday.com. Audit, accounting, human resources, technology, and more. Everything that you need to stay on top of your game and to be the best professional you possibly can be. 
All right, folks, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into our material for today. And as I mentioned, this is our expense reimbursement showdown, looking at these four major tools, where they fit into the marketplace and why you might want to consider each one. Let's start off first with just defining the problem that we are trying to solve. Okay. So expense reimbursement, taking the expenses that are incurred by our staff, calculating them for financial accounting purposes and ensuring that they're either reimbursed correctly or that we have it properly accounted for. And we're reducing things like fraud or uh, clerical errors inside of our books and records. Now, there are a bunch of tools, and even beyond the four that we're going to talk about today, that you could consider doing. I'm just picking the four that I think are probably the best, as well as the four that I think integrate the widest into the different products and services that are out there. But let's go ahead and just pull back the lens just for a second and talk about some things that we might want to consider with respect to choosing a tool and what might make a good tool for us. So good tools will include credit card data feeds into the application itself, okay? So what I mean by this is that, uh, you know, SAPs concur or Expensify or Tally and more, they actually have a hookup to a variety of different banks and financial institutions, including American Express, PayPal, and others, where you can actually download the statements directly into the tool, thereby really kind of eliminating or reducing the need to be able to uh, manually input this data yourself. Uh, I personally think that's fantastic because, you know, frankly, 99% of expenses today in 2021, 2022 are going to be digital through a credit card. So why the heck would you want to have to manually put them in to begin with? Uh, it's kind of a no brainer, very similar to modern accounting solutions that are going to offer bank feeds that will download the transactions directly into QuickBooks or Xero or whatever tool you happen to be using. These will go directly into the accounting system as well. Uh, and directly into that expense reimbursement system as well. Okay, expenses can be tagged with corporate or personal. So if you happen to have somebody who is paying with things through their personal credit card, uh, they can tag it as such, which will ensure that they get reimbursed, or if it's a corporate card, that it's properly accounted for. A modern application absolutely must have a mobile app, and it must also include OCR or optical character recognition. Uh, the mobile app, in my opinion, is the absolute linchpin of one of these solutions working well in the sense that this is what I'm going to have when I'm out on that business trip or if I'm actually out at Staples buying something for the company, I want to be able to open up that mobile phone, snap a picture of that receipt and have that receipt drop directly onto my expense report automatically without me having to, you know, stub it, shove it into my wallet and then pick it out after the fact and staple it to report once I get back to the office. That mobile app is a necessary component and in my opinion has to be bonehead simple um, because, you know, not everybody's going to be you or me. I mean, these are going to be general staff, administrative, clerical people, warehouse people, uh, transportation folks. It has to be simple for them. It cannot be overly technical, which is unfortunately why a couple of these tools uh, are going to get uh, disregarded on my part, on my part. It should also include a technology called OCR, optical character recognition. Optical character recognition is a really, really useful technology in so many different respects. And what OCR does is that OCR will take something, you know, let's just say, for example, it's this post office receipt that I have right here. Okay. And what it will do is that it will read the actual written text off of this uh, receipt and then extract that text and put it into the actual application itself, thereby reducing or eliminating the need for manual entry. 
Uh, this is super useful with receipts because often we need to pull out not just a number, but maybe the date the receipt was incurred, maybe the line items, maybe the tax amount, things of this nature. So OCR, in my opinion, is an absolute prerequisite technology. Now, with that, again, that OCR brings data extraction from those receipts. You know, the more we can rely on the technology to do the heavy lifting for us and the clerical work for us, the higher the quality of the information coming out of here and the more complete will be uh, so that, again, we're eliminating that manual entry. Now, depending on the nature of your organization, you might need workflow, okay? Workflow really kind of speaks to forcing people to work a specific way. Uh, and this could be useful in a lot of respects, but where it most often pops up with respect to expenses is related to um, uh, uh, purchasing approvals. So let's just say, for example, uh, you know, Steve is a, a mid-level person. He's got purchasing authority up to 500 bucks, but anything over 500 has to go to his manager uh, for approval. Okay. Well, Steve goes to, to Staples, buys $620 worth of uh, materials. Well, guess what? You know, in order for that expense to be signed off for reimbursement purposes, it goes to Steve's manager, uh, Sally, and Sally will see the report come in. We'll see the associated receipt and then we'll approve it for reimbursement. Uh, but Steve's approval only goes up to certain amounts. And then we can have a secondary or even tertiary approval workflow for either special type of expenses, maybe meals and entertainment, or when it's over a certain amount. Okay. Bank transfer payment for amounts due. This could be really useful with respect to reimbursements. Uh, why the heck would you ever want to create a solution that requires you to manually write a check? The employee doesn't want to check. You don't want to have to write a check. You don't want to have to incur the cost of postage. It's slow, antiquated, and old. Uh, get the employee's payment information, either part of the payroll solution or uh, you just get it as part of the expense reimbursement process, plug in their bank account number, it'll transfer the money auto automatically to them, uh, eliminating your need to write a check and eliminating their need to go to the bank. It should offer a variety of custom fields. You know, often you're going to be rebilling expenses. Maybe they're, for example, going to be rebilled for meals and entertainment and travel for a uh, project that you're doing on behalf of a client, or it could be, for example, uh, something that you need to charge to an internal cost code. But having custom fields within the expense reports that you can allocate this information accordingly will be very helpful. And it should absolutely include a variety of integrations to whatever accounting solutions um, you're choosing to use. I would tell you that if you're going to pick a product, you should definitely pick a product that integrates with your existing accounting solution. Uh, just don't pick something out of left field. Pick something that is either recommended or is integrated into your accounting solution so that the workflow is simple, fast, and easy. Good news is today, especially if you're using a cloud-based accounting solution, can't really make a bad decision, and almost all these tools will integrate with everything else. Although I will point out, sometimes the integration doesn't always work the way you want it to. And sometimes it's got some specific limitations that we should be familiar with and aware of. So these are the major features and functions. And there's more that I'm sure that I'm going to think about as we kind of work through. But there are four tools in particular that I think are worth exploring. Okay, Expensify, Zoho Expense, Tally, and SAPs can concur. Now, these tools are definitely leaders in the marketplace. They are definitely uh, tools that are going to be um, 
widely used, widely supported. They're going to be tools that essentially have a wide user base, and they're also going to be tools that are integrated in with a variety of other solutions. Um, most of these, if not all of them, will integrate into the Intuit product of families, uh, sorry, the Intuit family of products, including QuickBooks Online and QuickBooks Desktop, and others will integrate with other solutions as well. Uh, I would say probably the biggest of which are going to be Expensify. I feel like they have the widest number of integrations, integrating with Dynamics, NetSuite, uh, both on-premise and cloud versions of QuickBooks, and just about everything else. Okay. Now, other products like SAP's Concur and Zoho. Well, Zoho makes their own accounting solution, and SAP definitely makes their own accounting solution. And those tools are going to be best suited for if you're using the ecosystem of those products. But they also integrate with other solutions too, which is pretty nifty. Okay. So as we kind of walk through here for the rest of our presentation, we're going to discuss what these tools do, how they function, where they kind of fit in, some of the major features that you should consider as a component of it. I'm also going to try to demo some of the software so you can get a sense of how they function and operate. And um, yeah, hopefully you'll pick up one that will work well for you. Now, the tool I want to use to start our discussion is going to be Expensify, uh, and for good reason. I'm going to say that out of the four tools here, um, I'm going to be upfront and say I personally think this is the best tool. Uh, I think their technology works the best. I think it's the simplest interface. I think they have the most robust, wide set of features. I think their mobile app is killer. Uh, I've used every single one of these products at different points of my career, and I personally feel that when it comes to managing expenses, I think this one does the best. So, you know, um, I always like to be upfront with my recommendations. I personally like this one the best. However, saying that there are other compelling features I wish Expensify had uh, that are present in the other applications, but this one overall, I would say gets an A plus for completion. Now, there are some features here. We're going to take a look and discuss what those features are. Then we're going to go ahead and take a look at some of the plans, and then we'll dive in and do a hands-on demo with the tool. Okay. Now, when it comes to Expensify, I would say their mobile app and their um, information gathering through that mobile app and through the different tools uh, besides the mobile app, like the browser integration, the email integration, in my opinion, are probably the best. Um, you know, regardless of the tool you use, you can get information into this application very, very simply, whether it's scanning it through the mobile app uh, with one click report, report and receipt scanning through their browser plugin that you can use for getting things from like your Gmail or your Outlook account directly into the application through emailing into the solution, forwarding it like an, you know, event uh, email or an airline ticket confirmation into it. I mean, they've made it so bonehead simple to get stuff in, which I really appreciate because sometimes, I mean, things come in in different ways. You know, I get stuff by email. Sometimes when I'm at the, you know, traveling and I'm at the bagel shop at the, at the airport, I'm going to take a picture of the receipt. Sometimes I'm just at the end of the period and I'm just doing a bunch of accounting and I'm, I'm using the actual tool through the web. I like the fact I can use this tool in any way. It's everywhere that I want to be. Other tools force you to work their specific way. And that's great, you know, if you do it that specific way. But the reality is sometimes I'm doing it this way. Sometimes I'm doing it a different way. And you're going to be the same way. I mean, lots of different ways to uh, to work. And I like the flexibility and the wide uh, nature that this tool is deployed. 
Now, one of the downsides I will point out about it, whether it be with Expensify or any of these other products, there is a significant learning curve. Um, and I will say that I have seen Expensify implementations for companies fail, not because the software doesn't work well, but due to lack of sophistication and technical understanding of the staff. Um, frankly, I mean, this will be a problem with Expensify or any of these tools, Concur, Tally, and Zoho nonetheless. I mean, you have to have a certain level of technical uh, understanding of these products and tools to use them effectively. But that's not really a criticism of the product. I mean, it's just if you don't have a really technical workforce that feels comfortable using a web app, feels comfortable using a mobile app, that understands basic accounting, uh, God, you're going to have some issues. So Expensify, though, as great as it is, I will say is a little bit more technical compared to the other ones. Okay, other things it offers, a huge number of selection with respect to credit cards that it works with, American Express, PayPal, and more. Uh, they have tons of specificity with respect to um, multi-level workflows with authority purchasing for meals, entertainment, uh, amounts uh, that are spent, and more. Uh, it has fantastic corporate credit card reconciliation. Uh, I have a client that used this with their American Express card where they had one central login. And, you know, from that one central login, uh, as an administrator in Expensify, I could mash or not mash, but uh, match in all the company cards to the different people inside the company. You know, so if they had 50 credit cards, I could say this card goes to this person, this card goes to this person, so on and so forth. Uh, so I found that to be really useful and it worked great. Uh, the one downside I will say, and this is again, not a really kind of a, a knock on Expensify. Whenever you have a company um, that is using a bank that is not supported, oh my God, it is just terrible, terrible, terrible. I have a staff member on my, on my, uh, on my team that had to do expense reimbursement for a client of ours that was using a non-supported bank and this required them to manually import in every single transaction. And again, that's a hard no. It was not fun. Um, but when they do support it, and ideally your bank will, that credit card implement, uh, credit card import and, and corporate card reconciliation is just uh, works really, really good. Okay, uh, supports a wide number of integrations. Uh, accounting solutions, probably the most, uh, human resource solutions, as well as travel. So if you want to pull down stuff from, you know, any of these products, um, and push information, to any of these platforms, you can, uh, super robust coding. You can code stuff, uh, in three dimensions. So you can code, uh, to the GL account all, and then you could also do class codes as well, which is pretty nifty, or sometimes you refer to them as tags. So that's really useful when you want to have essentially a simple chart of accounts, but support multiple multiple classification codes. So maybe it's, you know, meals and entertainment, but then it's meals and entertainment for a specific location or product or whatever your company chooses to use. So you don't have to create a really lot of uh, specificity and, and uh, advanced chart of accounts setup. You can just do it on your own. Really good advanced tax tracking. That's going to be really helpful if you're, for example, up in Canada uh, and you're tracking GST, HST, things of this nature with the rebates that go along with it. In my opinion, this tool is probably going to work the best. Uh, it's got really good auditing and compliance background information and tracking. I think you'll really enjoy that solution as well. Uh, they have delegated access. Uh, in this particular case, you can, let's say, for example, have a... Um, 
an administrator in your company that's set up to assist other people as they're doing their expense reports. Well, they can give delegated access to a person's account so they can log in, help them with the reports and more. Uh, this feature I personally think is really helpful uh, because it's always useful to correct the report at the employee level rather than like have them submit something incorrect. Um, so I think that's really useful. And of course, it's a uh, PCI compliant, uh, secure, all that good stuff is all built right into the solution. Now, when it comes to the plans, I think they do a really good job. Um, so personally, I use Expensify for managing all my personal um, uh, expenses, like on behalf of uh, like if I go traveling for a continuing education event, or if I, for example, uh, you know, incur some costs, and I need to get them reimbursed. I use Expensify for myself for managing this. And I use the free account. It costs me nothing. I've had an account for probably over a decade at this point. I've never paid a penny for the premium and it works great. It does all the stuff I needed to do. I can capture expenses. I can issue expense reports. I can send them to other people. It's great, you know? And so you could use this as long as you really don't need any high level features like, uh, for example, like workflow or automation in respect to the approval process. If you just need a bonehead simple way, here's an expense, capture it, report it, the free account will work great for you, okay? And so that free account works really, really, really well, okay? Now, then they also have kind of two simpler plans. Uh, which is going to be the collect and then the control. Okay, so when it comes down to figuring out what Expensify is going to cost, um, beyond the free plan, you're going to either have the uh, collect plan or the control plan. Now, the collect plan, the big difference between like the paid versions and the free versions is the free version's individual. It's Steve. It's Steve's account. Steve is setting this up. He has 100% control. Now, the second you need Steve to, you know, report to a controller, a CFO, an AP person in your company, and that person needs to be able to get into his account plus other accounts, that's when you got to cross that threshold to get to a paid account. But if you're just a sole prop on your own, you can do fine with just the normal free account. Okay. Now, the paid account. At five bucks, you can just collect information. It does everything the free plan does, uh, but it gives you custom coding. It gives you accounting integration. It also gives you some real basic level expense uh, approval processes. So you could do, for example, like simple limits on what people can spend. You can do basic integration with an accounting package. You can do basic GL mapping. So you can map your expense codes to your GL codes and you can do basic approval. Okay, and that works out. I'm going to say between the free plan and the collect plan, that's probably 80% of the users. Then they got this control plan over here. It does everything these two plans do, plus more advanced approval, including multi-level stepped approval. You could set up really complicated and comprehensive and robust expense policies. I'll show you that here in a little bit. And you could also do some really cool uh, reporting where you can get really granular with respect to what reports are being issued and... Uh, uh, what reports are going to be issued, how they look, how they function, and more, okay? So these are their business plans. Um, I think they work really, really, really well. We've got a couple other small plans here that are kind of worth mentioning too, okay? Um, these are for their individual and self-employed. As I mentioned, their free one track gets you all the basic stuff, and then they also have this uh, submit plan as well. But um, either way, whatever you end up going with, they're free. They work really, really well. And if you're just on your own, I think they are going to work well for you. 
Okay, let's go ahead and have our first review question, then we'll jump over and actually take a look at this solution. Alrighty. So, our first review question. What feature in Expensify will improve your data security? Uh, is it one click receipt scanning. No, it's a great feature, but that doesn't really focus on improving security. Accounting HR travel integrations. I, I mean, I could explain it. Anything that's integrated is going to be better from a security perspective because you're not having humans do it, but that's not really the correct answer here as well. Um, is it delegated access? I would say that would be the correct answer uh, just because with respect to this, you're not going to be sharing usernames and passwords with uh, people inside the company. When Steve sets up an account, he's not having to give his username and password to somebody else in the company and then, you know, run the risk of using that same username and password. Um, again, everybody gets their own account. Everybody has their own access. And because of that, it's more secure. You never, ever, 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 ever want to share accounts if you can avoid it. All right, folks, let's go ahead and switch over and take a look at Expensify. Okay, so we're going to start off with just, uh, we'll take a look at Expensify.com. I'm going to point out their website is not like other websites. When you go to it, it's like straight into a login, you know, so you're like, if you wanted to find like information about, um, you know, their plans and services, it could be a little bit difficult, but if you go to Fort slash pricing, you can take a look at some of the different plans that are offered here. And so here's that free plan I mentioned. Okay. And, um, one of the other things that you can also do with this, that I didn't mention previously is Expensify actually has its own credit card too. Um, it's more of a debit card than credit card. It settles at the end of the period. I'm sorry, at the end of the day, every day to your bank account. So if you need to get like corporate cards for people, this is kind of a cool tool and, and, um, you can get them the credit cards. Basically, they don't even run a credit check on your staff, but you're going to be paying for it every single day as employees expense things. It just deducts from your bank account. But if you get their credit card, you actually get the whole kit and caboodle for free, which is cool. Uh, if you choose to use your own credit cards, that's fine. That's what I do. Um, and so they've got their, again, their company accounts here, and then they've got their, um, uh, individual and self-employed accounts. And, and as I mentioned, both of these work great and they're free. So kind of cool. So let's go ahead and take a look at the actual tool itself. And we're logged in here with our demo account. The first thing I want to point up is their concierge. Okay. So they have this fancy concierge service that is a, uh, um, kind of an AI tool, machine learning tool that's essentially going to kind of collect all the things that you're going to need to know about from like this one uh, central uh, screen, okay? And it's always going to give you like recommendations with respect to tasks, how you should be setting it up. It'll also integrate and show you new receipts as they come in. It's going to attempt to kind of figure things out on their own. Um, so they're really trying to get to the point where it's as limited as possible with, with respect to the stuff that like Steve himself physically has to do. Now we also got this little guy down here, lower, uh, right-hand corner. Okay. If you click this, this is going to pop up the concierge screen. Uh, this is going to be where you could have a uh, chat with a robot if you'd like. Okay. So, you know, if you have a question about how something should be treated, where something should go, how to create a report, They've got this concierge and it's a hundred percent AI driven that uh, will attempt to answer questions for you and, and help you with all the heavy lifting in the accounting. 
Okay, now I want to show you a couple basic things with respect to what you can do here. Now, when you're working through this on the left-hand side of the main division parts of the actual application, uh, beyond the inbox, which is going to show you the stuff that you should be working on, you can come over here to your expenses. This is going to show you not allocated to a report, but a line by line of the different expenses that you choose to use. Okay. Some people prefer to just put all their expenses in the middle and then allocate them to specific reports. I myself, this is what I prefer to do. I actually prefer to come over here to the reports screen. And then I like to create report by report. And because, you know, often I'm not just doing a month report, I'm doing a report per event, per client, per project. I prefer to have a little bit more granular detail over where my expenses are going to go. I'm also reporting on stuff that's personal and, and, and individual, so on and so forth. Now, up here in the upper right-hand corner for report, this is going to be where we could choose to do an expense report. We can do an invoice if we're doing it to rebill. Uh, most of the time, oh, I just choose this little expense report option here, and it'll pop me up. Okay. Now, we can give it a name. Let's just go ahead and say, let's say we were doing some travel for a convention in Las Vegas. Okay, so we'll do something like this. And we're going to go ahead and add this. Okay. Now, you'll notice that there's nothing on here, and that's pretty normal. Uh, what we're going to need to do here is add some expenses. And we'll go ahead and click this Add Expenses here in the upper left. And then we'll click Add Expense or New Expense here. And this is going to be where we can choose to add some expenses. Now, by default, you know, it will start to just show you the basics, but you can always make it more comprehensive in terms of what categories are being displayed, uh, what fields are being asked, whether or not you have tags. And we'll show you that here in a moment. But, uh, and then you can also do different types of expenses too. So sometimes, for example, you're driving, you know, so here maybe I want to create an expense based off of mileage, or maybe I'm using this to track my billable time, although I will point out, not a really good tool to use that for, but it'll certainly work. And you can also do multiples as well. So if you want to put in multiple different types of things, you can. Let's just take a look at our base expense here. And uh, let's just say, for example, we're uh, just going to put in a standard uh, credit card charge. Let's say maybe we uh, we went to the, uh, we got breakfast on our trip in the morning, breakfast at the airport. And as we start to type in through, you'll see that it will auto-complete. It does a really good job of curating common vendors. So if I start typing in Delta Airlines, you'll see that that will pop up here. So it really, again, tries to uh, um, make it simple with the fields that are required. Okay. Now we'll click over here. We're going to go ahead and import in from our computer. So here's our expense for breakfast. It's going to upload that little receipt here. Okay. And we can see that it has added this on for us. Okay. So we'll just hover over this. We can see this was for $7.30. Okay. It's reimbursable. Here's our category, meals and entertainment. Okay. We're going to go ahead and click save. Okay. Now the next thing that's popped up is this smart scan where smart scan is actually going to scan through this uh, with the free account, you get 25 of these a month. That's going to attempt to extract information from that receipt to verify the amount, to verify the date, the time, so on and so forth. Now, I do want to point out to you is that Expensify also has a variety of extensions beyond just the browser itself. Uh, so 
one of the cool things that you can do with this is that you can, uh, for example, choose to use their Chrome extension tool, their mobile app, and more. Uh, so by no means are you limited to having to do this in front of your computer. In fact, you know, for demonstration purposes, I'm doing it this way, but nine times out of 10, I'm using my mobile device. If I was actually in that Denver airport right now, I'd snap a picture of that receipt and that'd be the end of it. Okay. But you can do it this way as well. Uh, we could also choose to do, for example, maybe a mileage. Maybe we get reimbursed for our distance. Okay. We go ahead and we create a map from this. So let's just say uh, we started off in Boulder. Okay. And then we ended it at Denver Airport like that. Alrighty, so we're going to go ahead and update that receipt. Let's see, hopefully it gets it. There we go. Okay, we'll go ahead and save this. And we could choose our rate. Let's just use the default IRS rate here, 40 miles. And we also now have a nice receipt this way. Okay, so it's going to start to delineate. It's going to start to uh, create those receipts for us. Uh, even if we don't have a receipt in this particular instance, it actually created a Google map printout for us, which I've always thought was pretty nifty. Alrighty. Now up here, upper right-hand corner, we can choose to export this report. We can print this report. We can also send this report. We can share this report. We can delete it, whatever we might need to be. We can also change our view. So if we want to see a detailed view and uh, maybe we want to group it by, you know, for example, the categories, we can go ahead and do so and it'll update that screen accordingly. Now let's switch over here. Let's take a look at our settings for this because this is where some of the magic stuff is. Okay. So <clears throat> some of the things that we could do here, for example, receipt forwarding address, I can just forward so that uh, Delta receipt or um, United Airlines receipt that I get and I just want to pop it in. If you come into your settings from your email address that you receive this in, you can forward it to receiptexpensify.com. It'll drop right into your account automatically. Uh, we can also, for example, set other uh, expense account logins and other email addresses for this as well. But there's two things in particular I want to draw to your attention, okay? Uh, first is going to be our rules, where we can essentially set up rules when certain things equal certain things, automatically put it to this tag, this category, this expense, whether it's billable or not. Very similar to the bank rules that we would get with, uh, you know, for example, um, QuickBooks or Dynamics or anything of that nature, Zero as well. So that can be really helpful for the automation side of this. And then also if we click down here to our credit card import, this is going to be where we can hook up a bank account or a credit card company directly to Expensify to manage this on our behalf. Okay. So if we go ahead and we click here, we click this important bank, um, all your major banks are going to be represented, U.S. Bank, um, Discover Card, uh, American Express, Bank of America, and more. Uh, they're all listed here, which is fantastic. Uh, so pretty much every major bank is going to be listed on here. And all you have to do is give it the date that you'd like it to start pulling in transactions and then your login password, which is never actually stored with them. It's important to note, like if you choose to log in here from Bank of America, okay, you're logging into Bank of America directly. And then there's a token that's exchanged between Expensify and Bank of America, but they don't actually ever get your password. So it's there's not like anybody's in there uh, being able to transfer money out of your account. It's very, very secure in that manner. So that's how you get your credit cards in. And then once those credit card transactions are in, 
under the expense sections, you'll actually see those credit card transactions put in automatically for you. And if you're diligent, you know, you take your phone out, you snap a picture of the receipt as has occurred, it'll actually match the credit card receipt with the physical receipt. So you don't even have to do that. And it's really, really useful in that respect. Now, the last thing I want to show you over here under the settings policies is the policy level of this. So if you're working just on your own, great. No, no harm, no foul. You can set it up any way you want. But if you're a business and you're looking to set this up on behalf of several people, policies are going to be your friend, you know? So with the policy, you can either have an individual policy or you can do a group policy. Okay. And with the individual, let's just go ahead because I've got that one set up here. Okay. There are going to be a lot of features and functions that are going to be set up at that policy level. So for example, if we click over here, whether or not uh, things are going to be reimbursable or not, what mileage rates you'll be traveling, um, you know, what you should be charging, likewise with time, uh, you could set up like what currency that your reports are going to use, how the titles of these reports should be established. Uh, you could set up, for example, what you connect to on the paid version of this, you can connect to a ton of different, um, accounting solutions that are out there. In fact, if you click over to your group policies and you go into this, let me see if I can pop this up here. Uh, it'll actually have a whole list of additional options here in terms of what you could set up at the group level. Uh, and you can also set up uh, what credit cards uh, are used and then also what accounting solutions are that this will be supported to. Uh, but standard on the individual one, it's just zero. But uh, the paid version, QuickBooks, Dynamics, QuickBooks Desktop, more, not a problem. Uh, you can get special specialized about what uh, categories are listed here, you know, whether or not uh, what they're called. And you can also get specific about, for example, um, on the group version of this, uh, whether or not they've got specific uh, names, uh, also what chart of accounts that those things tie to. Okay. Uh, there's also this thing called the MMC. Okay. The merchant category codes, it gets really smart about like, for example, like when you charge a credit card, um, the MMC code is what the credit card company justifies that vendor under, you know, so Delta, for example, is an airline. Well, by default, you know, for that MMC code, there's going to be one. It's going to be the same for Delta, American, Southwest. It will see that and it can automatically categorize that for you as well. So you can see here for our airline group, it'll automatically go over to the correct category. Now, we can also set up tags. Uh, tags are really useful because with tags, we get that third dimension of analysis. So we could say something's not only meals entertainment, but it goes to a specific location, worksite, project, or more. And we can also take a look at how taxes are calculated, how per diems are calculated, whether or not we're doing invoicing and more. Um, really, when it comes to Expensify, I feel that overall, this is probably one of the better tools that are out there. All right, let's go ahead and continue our discussion and take a look at the next tool. Okay, so the next tool we want to talk about here is going to be Zoho Expense, okay? Now, I'm going to preface this. I'm not going to demo Zoho, mostly just because I love this company and their products so much that we are going to save Zoho for its own series of uh, 
a podcast and going in depth with respect to what this tool can do. But I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention Zoho and talk a little bit about what this product can do so that you're familiar uh, with respect to how it functions and, and what it does. Okay. Now, Zoho, in my opinion, where it fits in fantastic is if you happen to be using the rest of the Zoho platform. Uh, Zoho, through their Zoho One service, Zoho CRM and others, has a whole wealth of different products and services inside of their platform to do just about everything under the sun. It's a business operating system. So you can use their customer relationship management solution. You could use their uh, email and calendaring solution and document solution and more. Uh, and they've been adding over the last couple of years a wealth of different accounting products uh, to do all different si sorts of things for your business and to make accounting appro more approachable and easy. And so one of the most recent products that they've added is Zoho Expense. And so Zoho Expense, a super comprehensive tool that can do everything that you could think to manage your uh, company expenses, okay? So it does your receipts, your expense management. It'll do mileage tracking. So as people are driving to and from client shops, maybe in their personal vehicles, you can track that information, okay? Uh, it supports a wide number of credit cards and banks through their bank feeds as well. Uh, it'll do your corporate credit card reconciliation. So if you happen to have a corporate card with a bunch of people underneath it, it does really effective management of those credit cards with those additional folks. Uh, it does really good expense report management and automation. And some additional things that it does, which I think are pretty cool, does some purchasing requests. So if uh, people inside your company need to make acquisitions, it's got a whole feature and function around the purchase request and the approval of that request. Uh, likewise, it's got comprehensive travel management for, you know, for example, for your hotels, your meals and entertainment, and uh, your airline and or whatever might be rail as well, uh, or a car uh, can manage that whole trip component. Okay, you can also do budgeting with Zoho, which is pretty cool. So, you know, especially after you get a couple years worth of data, you can use this information to budget, you know, what a certain expense for a uh, trip might cost or what's your standard run rate for your standard expenses for a month of work, you know, for the different maybe SaaS-based tools that you're paying for online and others. Uh, you can do the rules where you can set up automatic um, categorization based off of the data provided. And likewise, you can also configure policies for different people inside the company. It's got a wealth of uh, tools to assist with reporting for compliance purposes and audit purposes. And it's got fantastic security. I would say probably one of the strongest features with respect to Zoho is their security. Um, Zoho 100% maintains all of their own corporate infrastructure. No part of Zoho is in any public cloud like on Amazon or Google. They do everything themselves and they're a privately owned business as well. So they're not beholden to the pressures of shareholders, um, just their own internal corporate management. Uh, but I would say one of the best features that Soho provides is that they do not do any sort of shadiness when it comes to marketing or privacy. They, are they take that stuff really, really seriously. Now, in terms of plans, they've got a number of plans that are out there. The three most common that are going to be optioned are going to be their free plan, their premium, and their enterprise, okay? And I will point out with respect to these plans, there are minimums depending on what you're doing. So I would say, you know, unless you're a larger business, you're probably either going to be in the free or the premium plan, okay? 
Now, the big differences between this is just going to be more comprehensive with respect to the features and functions. And at the enterprise plan, it's really about access. You know, the enterprise plan brings single sign-on, ERP integration, um, and more. Your free plan will get you three users. Okay, your free plan can have unlimited users. Uh, the free plan, five gigs of storage for receipts. Okay, the paid plan, unlimited storage of receipts. Okay, uh, the paid plan also is going to have that travel approval and more. It's going to have the a more complicated workflow with respect to approval processes. Uh, it's also going to have your per diem automation, automation and more advanced customization with there. But if you're just doing standard expenses, you're probably going to be okay with that free plan. I mean, it does a lot already, gives you five gigs of receipt storage. And frankly, how much could you possibly need? You know, I've been using Expensify for a decade and I've, I've got to imagine I've only got a couple, maybe a hundred megabytes worth of stuff on there. And we're not talking big documents here. So I think you'd be fine. I think the big difference is with that free version, you only get five, I'm sorry, three accounts for that one. Now we'll take a detailed look with respect to uh, Zoho expense and a future podcast. Alrighty. Now our next product that we want to take a look at is going to be Tally. Okay. Now Tally is a product that is, um, I mean, Zoho really its benefit comes from the fact it's integrated into the whole Zoho ecosystem. Expensify, it's its own thing. Um, it's, that's the only thing it does. Tally likewise is its own thing as well. Uh, although it is brought to you by a company called Inverse that does make other, uh, solutions. Okay. Now Tally, I'm going to say is close, but not a hundred percent, um, in terms of, um, the features and functions with respect to Expensify. I would say it's probably a close, a close second. So, um, you know, but what it does do it, uh, you know, I, I think it does very, 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 very well. Okay. Like the other tools, it's got the ability to be able to import in information from a variety of different resources, uh, and then process that information, produce really comprehensive expense reports. Uh, so the receipt processing, the onboarding process, the reporting process, all really good. Uh, one of the things that does separate it though, compared to, uh, Expensify is it does give you the ability to issue your own corporate cards. So it's going to be a not unlike the um, Expensify corporate card, uh, but it's 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 a little bit more. You get a little bit more granular control over how those cards are issued. And I don't believe these are actually debit cards, if I remember correctly. I think it's an actual like corporate card itself. Um, so I mean, it does it does do a, a fair amount. Okay. Now with respect to this, one of the other things that's also nice about this is that they do flat rate pricing for, um, the users. Okay. Where, you know, Expensify is going to charge you per user, no matter what. Okay. With respect to, uh, uh, tally here, you pay a set fee and you get a number of users that come into it. Okay. So I, I find this to be a little bit more cost effective with respect to what you get. Their base fee, is, uh, their base package is going to be $50. It's going to come with five users with $9 per user per month thereafter. Uh, at 95 bucks, you get nine users with it. At 200 bucks, you get 18 users with it. Uh, and their per user fee is much lower than you will see with Expensify. Okay. Uh, once you kind of take it all into effect, Expensify taps in at $9 per user per month. This $11 per user per month is certainly higher 
but you also get 18 users in that to begin with. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to say, actually, now I'm thinking about it a little bit more, I'm going to say they're probably uh, similar. You know, I don't think they'll be too far off between the enterprise version of this and the enterprise version of uh, Expensify. Okay. Now, uh, they do offer a number of integrations like QuickBooks, Bill.com. Uh, at the higher end, this is where you're going to get, for example, integration with NetSuite, Sage and Act, and others. Uh, and they've also got some specifics that kind of make it useful and effective, um, you know, depending on which plan that you're getting at. Okay. The basic accounting one, basic employee expenses, basic tracking, capturing receipts, expenses on the go, pretty decent approvals and workflows. Uh, with the higher tier plans, more, I'm going to say, aligned closer with respect to kind of more integrated and enterprise level functionality, advanced workflow, advanced approval processes, uh, and more. But, you know, both are pretty good. Um, I'm saying all of these plans are going to be pretty good for resolving your needs. It's just, you know, don't overbuy, get, get what you need. I'm going to say most of you that are watching probably going to be either good here with the basic accounting or the cash control. Okay. Um, probably the enterprise would be beyond the scope of what most people will need. We're going to take a look at that here in a minute and zero in on that application. Before we do though, let's go ahead and have our second review question. Okay, which of the major accounting tools does Tally by Inverse integrate with? Okay, so what does it integrate with? Is it QuickBooks Online? Absolutely. Is it QuickBooks Desktop? Absolutely. Is it zero? You betcha. Okay, so the correct answer here is all of the above. It, it will work with all of them, which is super nice. So here is the Tally user interface. Again, I will point out with respect to this, there's a mobile app as well. So, um, um, you know, you're not limited to just using it solely on the, on the web, but you know, we're doing a demo here. So let's just take a look at the web version. Okay. So from this tally interface here, uh, we can look at our administration overview. We can click in here into our purchases. So we can see this is going to be the expenses as they are being occurred. Okay. And we can also click over to the expense reports, which is typically how I would operate, okay? So normally I would come in, we'd give this report a name, we would designate who this report is going to be submitted to, and then we would go ahead and we would start uh, allocating and adding expenses that would go along with this, okay? So we'll come over here, we'll click our new expense, okay? We can add our merchant. All right, so let's just say this one is... Uh, the airport bakery. All right, we can say whether it's billable, when the date occurred, uh, we can go ahead and do our meals. There we go. Okay, we can add some different attendee reasons and more. All right, and then we'll go ahead and save that particular expense. Okay, now we might want to, for example, add a receipt. Okay, so once that expense has been created, we'll go ahead and click this little add receipt. We'll click our little, res the receipt that we had scanned, but ideally we would have scanned this already on our phone. Okay, and then you will see that that is now added. And if we click back into this, we can actually see that receipt that has been uh, allocated to, to this particular report. Let's try that again. There we go. And then here, in fact, is our ham and cheese croissant that has been added. Oh, let's give it a price, $7.30. And 
There we go. So pretty normal with respect to how this would work. Um, I do like the user interface on this. I think this works pretty effectively. Okay, and we'll see, for example, let me just switch my camera here, you know, the totaling as this will pop up. Now, once we're happy with this, we can go ahead and we can submit this report. Okay, if there's any sort of rule violations, for example, I need to specify an expense before this could be uh, submitted as well as a merchant. Okay, we'll give it a date. We'll click save here. Now, once we've completed this, we can go ahead and we can submit this particular report and it will now go through the approval process. Now I'm my own administrator, so it's pretty easy to go over here. So we can see that this report has been submitted, but imagine you're a controller, a CFO, you got lots of people inside your company. You know, this would be where you can then approve that particular report. And if it was something scheduled for reimbursement, we would see that that would be in fact reimbursed to this person. Okay. Once we're all happy with this, we can choose to export this and we can go ahead and we can validate it we can then ultimately push it out to our um, uh, accounting system with whatever we happen to be, okay? So we can also check out, for example, the analytics that go along with this. We can add uh, our credit cards that go along with this. Uh, this, I'm gonna say if it supports, you know, with the credit cards itself, um, you know, if it's supported by Expensify, it's gonna be supported by Tally. Okay, um, so we can come on here and, you know, get out our Bank of America or Wells Fargo or Chase, whatever we happen to be using uh, and get that into the system itself. So overall, a pretty cool solution. Um, and I will point out with all of these products, you can get a trial and just see which one ultimately ends up working well uh, for you. Okay. Now, over here in the settings section, this is going to be where you can, for example, connect your accounting solution. Okay, they support a wide variety of solutions, both QuickBooks Online, Desktop, Zero, other solutions as well. And if your solution is not um, connected to it, unfortunately, what you're probably going to end up having to do is just run this through reports. But if you're using a cloud-based accounting solution, um, it's just bonehead simple. Just like with integrating into the bank, what you do is you click the, the name of the solution you would like. And then ultimately you just click this connect to QuickBooks and you log into your QuickBooks account and it just pushes information over automatically for you. But pretty simple and easy to use. Alrighty, let's go ahead and take a look at our final solution for today, which is going to be SAP's Concur platform. Okay, so Concur in a lot of ways, I would say is probably the OG of these solutions. Uh, it's been around the longest. Um, it was acquired by SAP. It was not SAP owned to begin with. Um, it was its own thing for a long time. SAP bought it probably six years ago, somewhere around that range, six, seven years ago, somewhere in that respect. And where I would say SAP's Concur probably fits in best is going to be for people who are already using SAP, um, Fortune 500, big organizations, you know, that have big enterprise solutions. It offers everything that you have seen in the other three that we've looked at, but it's going to have more enhanced uh, services around like integration, authentication, data sharing, and more. Uh, it's also got very complex uh, tools for managing travel, budget, and more like that as well.
Now, in terms of the pricing, it varies. Nine bucks is uh, kind of the main, and then it kind of goes up from there. They also have this invoicing tool as well. But most people are going to get this in conjunction with using uh, SAP in general. Okay. So these are the, going to be the different plans and services that you might want to consider. Now, I got to be upfront. I really am not a big fan of the Concur product. Uh, I mean, if you go look at it, it really feels like it's 2013. It's not a very modern application. It's heavy. Uh, the workflow, in my opinion, is very antiquated. Um, the only thing, in my opinion, that really differentiates SAP's Concur function compared to really kind of anything else in the marketplace is the fact that it's SAP and it's a big product and it's intended to integrate in with people who are using the enterprise resource planning solution from them. And so, I mean, if you're using SAP already, I mean, this is a no brainer because it fits right into the product you're already using. Uh, but if you're not using SAP, I would encourage you to look at literally any other product on the market. I think you would have a much better experience and I know your staff are going to like that a lot more than they're going to like this tool. So let's go ahead and have our third review question, which is the most comprehensive of the four expense management add-on tools. Well, I'm going to be honest here, folks. It is a four-way tie. Um, my personal opinion, if I were to rank these different tools, Expensify is a clear winner here with uh, Zoho Expense and Tally being a good second place with SAP Concur being a third place. But I think you'd have a really good experience with any of them. Uh, I like them for different reasons and for different use cases. It's like, I like the metaphor of the tool belt as an IT professional, as an accounting professional. I want to have a full tool belt. I want to pick the right tool for the job. And sometimes it's going to be SAP. Sometimes it's going to be Zoho or Tally or Expensify. You just pick the right tool for the job. Now, if you're pushing me though, I got to say Expensify is probably my favorite and Zoho. I just love both the platforms in terms of how they use and function. I think they're a good mix of feature, form, and price. Um, and I've had good success with both of those platforms over the years. All right, that does bring us to the end of our podcast and presentation for today. What did we talk about? Well, we talked about expense reporting and how we can add this feature and function onto our accounting solution to make a better and more comprehensive accounting experience for our company. We talked about these four tools, uh, Expensify, Zoho Expense, Tally, and uh, SAP's Concur, how they function, some of the different pricing plans, some of the differentiating factors between them, and things that you might want to consider with respect to choosing a tool that'll fit best for your organization organization. Now we're going to finish here with expense reimbursement, but we're going to very much continue our discussion about accounting add-on tools. And in the next version of this class, we're going to talk about firm management. We're going to talk about e-commerce, going paperless, documents, uh, portals, and more for your company. Uh, so if you are looking to extend your unaligning accounting solution, stay tuned. We got lots more great work coming your way. Now, as a reminder, if you're a financial professional, you need CPE credits to maintain that license and to stay on top of your game. Watching the CPE Today podcast is a great way to do it. You're always welcome to join us live uh, and attend as a live conference and hit polling questions and get your uh, credits right at the time of the class. But if you're watching after the fact, if you're watching as a self-study, if you're watching or listening um, on your way to and from work, Super simple. Head on over to cpetoday.com. Today's course code is AAO3. 
Use that in the search bar. You can find our class. You'll take a short five-question quiz and earn a credit for today's class. And again, as our gift to you, you can use coupon code Podcast, and you can earn a free credit on us. Okay, no obligation, no nothing. Just come on over, try it out, and uh, get a CPE credit. If you enjoyed our podcast, please consider connecting with us with social media. Uh, You can find us just about everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. CPE Today is our handle. And please consider liking and subscribing us uh, on wherever you happen to get your media, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. We'd love a review. Uh, Reviews really help other people find the podcast and help us spread the word. It's always my pleasure to have you back in the office for these discussions and review and to uh, learn with you together. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you back the next time around. Good luck and best wishes.